Welcome to Hermes AM, where we explore ideas, share experiences, and feed curiosity. We seek to learn and grow. Join us in challenging perspective and ideas. Okay, so like before we close out, I wanted to see what is like so like the one thing we didn't talk about is what are we what do we look at this happening and then you're basically causing the psychology of the fans and how they get involved with something like this, right? So therefore you're looking at how like the Padres will start looking at the 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 Giants fans where you're creating a new rivalry, you're creating new problems, you're creating all these different things, you're creating fans to get super passionate because that's one of the main things about like there wouldn't be no sports, there wouldn't be there wouldn't be any bitty at the at the Coliseum, if people don't go watch there to see people get killed, right? It's so all propaganda. At, yeah, right. So we're like we're looking at you're looking at this to sell tickets, yeah. Maybe, and but at the same time, I think it's interesting because the Padres have Fernando Tatis, who has been far more like everybody's like, oh, we love the way he's changing the game because there's a flamboyance to it. There's like a there's a, a, a bravado. Yeah, bravado. Perfect. Right to what he's doing, uh, and he's and doing just so it. you and just so you know, Tao, the the Padres are named after the worst people ever. You know how many Native Americans the Padres actually like offed and made slaves when they poured it into San Diego and just put them in missions and made slaves out of them, and they named their whole team after that. What do you think about that, Tao? I mean, didn't I say <laughs> that like religion is like the first? like instance or like the earliest example of cancel culture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I believe so I said at, that in the former episode. Yeah. But, um, I, 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 but I've just seen like this basically. Yeah. Like, like I think you're right. Spence. I think it ends up becoming like you start to like you're saying, like even just watching everybody talk about it. Right. Well, so people, it basically is more about fanfare than anything else. The season ended and everybody's like talking about the Lakers. Lakers didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. Right? Lakers suck. Uh, Nobody wants to talk about well, the Lakers. I mean, they, they do, but they also have, there is they're a lot stacked, of interesting They're stacked, too, dude. They're stacked. They like, they're, how do you lose with a squad like that? Well, and I mean, you have a coach that got scapegoated, and so you look at that. And, and, and part of it well, is Well, the like, Nets, too. Yeah, the Nets. I mean, that's a, that's an interesting thing. And then you look at, okay, what sportsmanship is? Sportsmanship having, like, fake burner Twitter accounts that you, like, yeah. talk about, like Kevin Durant <laughs> does. Um, Kevin Durant. Well, he's a baby, but he's a baby, man. That dude's well, just and a then, punk. And then, I don't know, I guess there's, like, today there was this beef between Charles Barkley, yeah, Barkley and, and, and Kevin Durant. Because yeah. Charles Barkley was talking about how, like, you can't, you can't say um, that you're running the train if you're not, your team's not even making it anywhere. Uh, well, so look at this. So maybe, like, if we look at why why Luca's running the league right now, we're looking at the fact that he doesn't have a burner Twitter account sitting there just playing online all the time. He's actually playing ball, right? So you're looking at, like, a lot of these guys from Europe, which, uh, like, you know, like, I'm just saying I grew up here. I Like, I love the NBA ever since I was a kid. I was really into it. And it's just kind of crazy for me to see the face of it being from Europe, right? It's, like, turning to that point. But they're obviously working harder. They're like their their work ethic is different. Like all these guys want to do is be famous here. They just want to get paid a lot and be famous, and they want to be on TV and they want to be like mm-hmm. you know like it's, it's I think people like, want to win. Do you? Because like they they, they go stack teams and then they don't do then they lose because there's so much ego on there. Like they well, all want to be the star. Some, yes, sometimes and no, sometimes right. Like you look at uh, that that Lakers team that had Kobe and Shaq. 
And then they added Carl Malone, Gary Payton. Yeah. Um, oh, Luke, yeah. Glenn yeah, Rice. Uh, it makes got, me think of the Olympics. They got swept yeah. by the, the Pistons in 2004. And, right. and and I loved it. And that ended the demise. That was the demise of that team. Yeah. Uh, they just basically Kobe stayed, but then they liquidated everybody else. Yeah. Um, what were you saying about the Olympics, Tao? Well, it's just that, like, I remember watching the Olympics and I'm just sitting there thinking, like, how are we not just destroying everyone? Right. You have these years where well, they, they kicked out that girl that was really fast because she was smoking weed. <laughs> oh no, no but basketball, the, basketball, right? Oh, like you might have like one right. year, two years where we just destroy. And then after that, everyone just phones it. Because they don't try. None of them try mm. anymore. They don't care. The gold medal mm. means nothing to them. I, I don't know. I think that the the Or the, everybody else has gotten better. So that, it's like, I think it's both. And you had like okay, Spain, I think, won that year. That's um, fucking crazy to me, dude. But you have people go you, they are all on different teams. They go into like a mini camp, they play together for two weeks. And then they, then you take that team into the into the Olympics, right? They don't have like an extended uh, time. The Span Spanish national team, uh, they had like Rudy Fernandez, like the, their team, the Gasols, kind of came in because they were primary NBA players, but the rest of them were constantly playing together. Yeah. Um, and and that's a big. It's like a family now. It's a family kind of situation. Like these the Serbian teams and these other teams, they. They have they ha- they play over in Europe. They don't play in the United States, and they play a different style of game. Uh, and and so they're able. If you hit shots again, any in basketball, anybody can look. You look at this year's uh, title run with St. Peter's for for March Madness, right? In the men's college tournament, you have a team a team that really didn't belong, um, and and they're like, no, we belong. Uh, they had a purpose. They got smacked when they got to the Elite Eight or Final Four. I think the Elite Eight, where they finally got out. Uh, but you have a team that that was highly overachieving, and 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 sometimes anybody can win a basketball game. That's the thing, over and over again. Anybody can win a basketball game. Anybody the the, the challenge. Anybody can win a football game. Um, the challenge in baseball is you you have a seven game series um, and. And the sad part is that it, the DL, the divisional series championship playoff games are five games, a uh, five game series. So you have the two best teams deciding it in five games instead of seven, um, which again is wild because uh, the Braves should have been playing the Dodgers, I think, or, um, or the Giants should have been playing the Braves. I, th- I don't think the Braves were the worst team, but it, yeah. Yeah, it, that does remind me this whole idea of like they're doing this for the controversy for to to try to bring in more viewership. Um, I do remember 2012. I believe that's the the one where the Giants played against the Royals in the World Series. They they won four games to nothing, and it was a, there were a lot of complaints of like this was boring. Like we could see from a mile away the the Giants were going to win there was no like no one felt like there was anything close there wasn't any nail biters and so there was like comments about how like this is gonna this was one of the lowest like viewed world series ever so you know yes you need the controversy um in some aspects but then also if you have one team that's or two teams with the giants and dodgers that just are dominating that doesn't really increase any viewerships but 
from what you were kind of bringing in the fan perspective, I was talking to my boyfriend about this as like, as a fan, like, what would you want to see if your team is losing? Like, would you want to see the other team just phone it in? Um, would you want them to give up? Like, that's well, the thing. You're, like, you're pissed off regardless. Right. Like, your team is losing, right? <laughs> but I would be so mad if I was a Padres fan or a Nationals fan, and I'm watching the Giants just, like, win 10 to nothing. They don't try anymore. And then my team still can't score. <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's frustrating if you're kind of invested in it, you know? So, I don't know, man. I think it's a lot. I honestly don't think there's anything wrong. What do you think, Spence? You think there's, there's like, what do you think? You're specifically, you deal with children, too. You teach children. Like, what do you think? You think that these guys are actually, like, like they're responsible for, like, how this game, like, changes? Because you're changing the from the youth perspective. So, what they do at the top level trickles down to the, the bottom. And you see people like, you know, the, the one of the ball kids scoring 100 points in one of those leagues, right? So you're seeing like this whole, the whole dynamic of the, the leaguing changing from, a, from the bottom perspective of seeing kids being groomed upwards. And then it changes from that point going forward. Well, yeah. And that's actually a question I, I wanted to ask Coach Crumb. Because, you know, you said, you know, this is, this is about playing your best. Right. But is there a point where it's not okay if you're looking at high schoolers, if you're looking at middle schoolers, if you're looking at little leaguers. Uh, so give them I, all a trophy, right? Spence, everyone well, gets a trophy. No, I, I, I've coached some really <laughs> good swimmers. And the thing about that is they'll be, uh, they'll, they'll be, they, they know when to go for it and when to not. Because if you're going for a high school record, um, you're going against anybody ever, right? Um, and so just because you are in a water with people who weren't that person, um, you're still trying to beat that time. Uh, so there's been a lot of moments where I've had athletes try to beat that time. Um, and, and they do it in a way where it's like uh, they don't necessarily go all out when in the prior swims but when, when that shot is there they really try to take it and I conserving think, energy for something that really matters yeah so like and that's another thing tell like what is like they're just saying like why are you trying so hard to start it right like why aren't you conserving energy for later on when it matters like you're looking at nba right we're looking at most of these dudes phone it in until the playoff runs coming and then like in the playoffs they actually try like, but they were like phoning it in halfway between halfway up into that point, right? So you're they're just kind of just showing up and playing the eighty some odd games they're playing, and then just like and then finally start trying when the playoff run starts. So then you're looking at when like when do they phone it in, conserve energy for what matters, right? Yeah, but again, you know, the Giants and Dodgers, they went 107, 106. Well, and it's the thing about baseball too, it's a hundred and sixty-two game season. It's crazy. And so, and so, and yeah. so, and so to have that many games and be that close, it's it's or, or in and or have to play a game where okay, this is a winner take all of spot for the playoffs after 162 games. It's it just to me that's a little bit uh, excessive. Cruel, <laughs> yeah, it's cruel. I mean, yeah. I think they might be best of three if your record's better than the other team. Or something well, the like owners that. don't want to let go of those money. That money that comes in during all those games. Well, of course not, and and, and neither do baseball players because or basketball they, players either. Yeah, so. they all get paid. 
and and so I mean, if we're talking about male professional sports, on the other side, you have um, Brittany Griner, who still might be in Russia, uh, and and, um, and she plays on the, in the WNBA. You have people in the WNBA. Brianna Stewart had to go to uh, she tore her ACL or Achilles, something like that. Achilles, I think, while she was playing abroad, right in a different league. Then because they they don't they don't make ends meet here yeah yeah they do they get paid nothing and compared to like what lebron gets paid like lebron probably makes more than all of that whole league well anybody i mean like the top top players on any team do yeah i mean um they they make upwards of 50 million dollars i mean uh not just lebron right i mean like anybody who's a top player uh is making at least 20 to 20 to 30 million dollars even ben simmons uh Russell Ru- Russell Westbrook is making forty seven million dollars next year. Westbrook is he didn't even do shit all all season to this. It's year. a it's the last year of his contract, and it was a contract that he signed when he yeah. was with the uh, the Thunder. And yeah. and I mean, yeah, he didn't do anything last year. <laughs> but uh, I mean, you have a, it, it's it's probably really hard to play with LeBron. I mean, you have oh, to yeah. a ball. He's a ball dominant. He wants the ball in his hands. Yeah. Um. And so and he, yeah. And he's old, man. He goes, he's like over my cold dead hands towel. He's old. He's old. Cold, cold, he's dead like, yeah. He's like thirty seven, and um, the cra- he he averaged thirty points a game. Yeah, he's still making lots of points. It's Which I don't they, think. Here's what I don't I, I find interesting. Um, the NBA. If we're talking about sportsmanship, the NBA gave the scoring title to the person who averaged the most points, not the person who had the most total points. The person who had the most total points was Trey Young, and he actually Trey Young was the only player ever to have uh, lead the league in points and assists, and also in college he led collegiately in points and assists. So he's the per- first player to ever do that. But he had and he didn't total, get it. He had the most total points. It's like that's what I would think that that like an average. If you didn't play all the games, but you Who'd had the highest average, uh, it was Joel Embiid. Oh, that's 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 I don't yeah I don't really I don't, yeah. I'm not really a fan of Joel Embiid. <laughs> so, so. Well, he's not from the U.S. So well, it's um, nice. Yeah. Well, that now 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 well, you look at, I didn't you, know that <laughs> you can look at Joel Embiid too because Joel Embiid. I mean, like sportsman. If you're talking about sportsmanlike conduct, this is a player who's always trying to get in other people's heads. He's on. He's on. He jumps on Twitter and just and tries to fire up the other team, other things like that. Well, this is um, why when I'm on NBA 2K, I'm just destroying all the old the 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 other world team. It's just like I just dominate them and make them all look bad, you know, when I'm playing them. <laughs> <laughs> so, we all do, new. Yeah, we, everyone does. Everyone does. So, um, all right, Tao. <laughs> not Tao. Tao's not Tao though. Tao is good. <laughs> Tao's playing Final Fantasy. Something. I am just like yeah. Final Fantasy 14, like all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think, Todd? Did we answer your question? And this week's poll is, is what do you, what do you think? Is it the Giants or is it the, or what is the poll? <laughs> we should do a poll though. What is the poll, Tao? Pick a poll and then you can see what, what the people think. I was waiting to see where you're gonna go for that because I, I gonna, have no like, idea. If, if you were doing. if you were gonna like say who's gonna win it this year, Giants or Dodgers, I don't know would have been like whoever says Dodgers automatically doesn't get anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Well, what, is, what do you think? Is it like, but honestly, what do we think? Is this like sport? Like I, I'm on the thing where I don't, I think that like challenging each other, it's like, like in the, whatever ability you have, like if you're saying Joel Embiid is basically, he just likes to get in people's heads and top of just being a really good scorer, like that is something he's going to basically like lean into and mm-hmm. lean into and do, right? So if you, if that's going to like mess up somebody's game, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's the other person that needs to go back and be Scotty Pippen getting like pummeled on the ground and just get up and shake it off and then work against it. So it doesn't like mess with you. I think this is all about the, 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 the competitive spirit of just sports in general. Right. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, but if you, if, if we're doing this as like some kind of way of like, uh, cause the only thing I can think of like keeping it like in range is basically seeing the younger generation coming up. I think that's like, what's like really important is just trying to see how these people carry themselves. So the next generation can carry themselves in a similar way that it's not going to be disrupting, disrupting the, the order of things like no dress like Allen Iverson. Like he's the one that ruined the dress code. right? <laughs> so everybody has to wear suits and ties now. No, so, they don't though. That's the thing that they, re- they reflipped it. Oh, uh, they flipped it. Well, because uh, what you call wild, because Westbrook wanted to be a fashion designer. So <laughs> probably LeBron. But yeah, a little both. Well, Westbrook was wearing a dress one day in it. Yeah, I don't know. That was or Dennis Rodman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super off topic. Um, yeah, you know, I I'm not the type of person that really likes to play competitive games. Like I when it comes to like board games with my friends, like I usually like to sit out the competitive ones because I just can't do it. I like to play more collaboratively. Um what is it? I remember what is that like that there's a video of like Tom Brady when he's like trying to give a high five and his teammates are just like walking by. And I remember I saw that and I was like, Oh, I feel really bad for him. And I remember <laughs> my boyfriend, and his sister is just like, it's Tom Brady. Like, why would you feel bad yeah. for, for him? Like there's nothing to feel bad about. Um, and normally when I watch sports, if my team wins, I'm happy. And then I am like, okay, I have to turn it off before they, they show the other team. Cause then I legitimately it's sad. feel sorry for them because they look so sad. Yeah. So, you know, but at the same time, like, I just, I don't, I, I agree with you. I think a lot of the discussion around this is really just to create controversy and have people just talk about it yeah. because the thing is like if this is unsportsmanlike if this is unfair then what about all the other things that have happened in the past like who's going to come up and say well it's unfair for the dodgers to just throw all this money to trying to build like the an, a, a team made of all stars right um that doesn't always work, though, as we looked at it. It doesn't always work. But it, again, in looking at history of how baseball games are, it is anyone's game. Like, maybe if they're winning 100 to nothing, I could be like, okay, yeah, no, this is a little much, you guys. But Man, I would love this song. I, <laughs> I would have been, like, so into it. I've been like, I was there when that team scored 100 to nothing. I was there. I saw that game. And that team should just be, like, ashamed. And they should they should basically be moved from wherever city they're at and sold and rebranded to another city just to erase that. See, that's exciting, pal. Yeah. <laughs> are you talking I mean, about the Are you talking about the Baltimore Ravens? <laughs> yeah. So, so like, I, you know, we have history though of like it being anyone's game to the very like last second. It's like very um, Sandlot, right? It's like a Sandlot. 
like game it's just like kids playing and just whatever yeah one last example just because fuck dodgers um august 21st 1990 phillies versus dodgers uh the dodgers are up 11 to 3 at the end of the eighth inning and in the ninth the phillies score nine runs and they win 12 to 11 what do you think, Spence? Yeah, I mean, that that's the thing about any of those moments is, like, things can break down, and all of a sudden the lead you thought you had is gone. So, so it just it, – it's always – Well, it's also that letting up. When I used to play baseball when I was a kid, it was like if you let up for a second, the game's lost. Like, it could, like the, the momentum shifts. And, then like, that one dude's hit can rally a whole different – that's what they call it a rally. Like, things can be just changed in a matter of a second in baseball, right? Like, you can be all the momentum on your side, and then all of a sudden it just all changes. Like, if you look at the Cubs, like, breaking the curse and then, like, reevaluating, like, no, they're straight up cursed. And they straight up still won. Like, because, they're, like, mentality-wise, they were able to kind of push past it. Because it could, they could easily let the curse just break them. And they could have lost the World Series. Like it's so easy to just real, just to kind of just go, nope, everything's bad's happening. We suck. We're gonna we're losing this game. We're gonna lose this series. It's over. But they just battled back. They rallied against it and they won. And then they broke the they broke the they broke the curse of Billy the Goat. Tao, see that that that's exciting. Like you know, like when you talk about baseball breaking like a hundred year curse, that is exciting. Like, you know, kind of thing. That's that's amazing to me. Like, with like, all the superstition and bass, like in baseball, that stuff, that's like, that's amazing. You'd want to be there for something like that because that's, that's awesome. What are you going to do when the Kings break their curse? Do you think they're ever going to? No, well, I don't know. I Is wish there, they do would. the Kings have a curse? It feels we just, like we, they do. Yeah, we got a curse called that ref, Donahue, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is we were probably we were probably cursed and we should break we should make up a curse about it and just brand it and then try to wrap and get the city to rally behind something and then just break it because we're probably never going to win for 100 years <laughs> so we're already on what how, how many years ago was that Tal? like eight no it's longer than that I I keep thinking we're still in the 2010s. Yeah, I know. I know. So do I. It's like, I I forgot how long ago. But people here in Sacramento, you just don't talk about it. It's a curse that badly. You just don't talk about it. Everybody's, you bring it up to somebody that's from here, like, we don't talk about that. Like, we don't, we don't talk about it, you know? So so it's kind of like a bad situation for us. Sounds like a Lynn Voldemort Manuel uh, song. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So we now officially have the record for longest NBA playoff drought of 16 straight seasons. See that? It's going to be 100. It's going to be 100, Tao, like the Cubs, and then we have to, we're going to have to rally against it. I don't know. I think it's interesting that – I don't know. I've seen reports that they were trying to trade DeAndre Fox. But yeah. Oh, yeah. They did just get rid of Tyrese Hall- uh, like Halliburton, and he was – I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Halber- is, yeah Halburn's good. Yeah. Sabonis is solid. So, like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's a, re- it's a rebuild. It's a rebuild for the next 100 years, Spence. So, that's what we're rebuilding. We'll, we'll win one day, and it's going to be epic, just like when the Cubs did it. So, in 2000. That, that's the thing. I've, uh, 
I've coached some teams that like basically they won the district meet every year, and then you get somebody who really wants it, and they and they 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 pull it off. And the elation that they have is I've always I, I'm not on their their side of elation, but I appreciate it because to see to see the grind and to see that the work that they put in and to see how they made it work. Um, are you saying we just don't want it enough? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, sometimes. No, we're cursed. Just, we're just cursed. No, I'm no, I'm just saying. Some, sometimes it it makes it that much more special. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, no, I mean that, that was much, that was you, the the theme joy. of the Giants wins, is, right? Like they're a team of misfits. If you could tap that joy, oh man, it it would be it would fill generations. Yeah, well, dude, then that's if you like, and then another thing I'm going to recommend also get like, like when you get our recommendations is also kind of like talking about the Cubs and how like they almost win, and then the team that actually was able to pull it off was these these guys in like in the in the farm system. They were all playing together, and they just like that was it, right? They just it all just kind of fit into play, and I think it all kind of just worked out how it was supposed to work out in order to like to do it. And it's kind of just, and I think that's what we're waiting for here in Sacramento is just a group, a squad like we had before that all played together, that was all willing to kind of be for each other, and it was all, and then that's what we're waiting for, and we just haven't had that yet. Everybody like because nobody has any respect for us here, like. Um, uh, so it's just like nobody wants to stay here. They all want to go somewhere else. They all want to go to LA. They want to go to like somewhere, and then they just was... never want to be here. And then the thing is, and that's kind of like a problem too. Is if you don't have any kind of pride for the city or for the squad you're on, and it ain't never going to be a team. And I think that's what we've always had. So like we haven't had a squad that was like that since then. And now it's just like these dudes are all playing for themselves in order to try to get out of it. They're basically the A's of like the NBA. <laughs> well, that was that was the heartbreaking part about Halliburton because he wanted to be here. Yeah. And once he found out he was traded, I think like he was quoted saying they didn't want me. Yeah, well, well there's the obviously there's probably like there's probably other things that could have been like the rest of the squad didn't like him or like and you know never there's all these politics right it's just like you don't know what's going on with the in the locker room if the coach might not like him he could have said something. there's so many different things there's so much egos that complain come into play here um yeah but anyways la, la, any kind of last recommendations and we should do a poll tal what is the poll questions tal why does it have to be on me <laughs> <laughs> I would like to do a poll. I don't know. So what do you think? What's a good poll, Spence? Like, uh, do you think sportsman, unsportsmanlike conduct is bad for a competitive spirit? Or do you think one-upsmanship one is good for the competitive spirit? I think, like, those two are good. Like, you can pick one or uh, then we'll have another one where you can just write in whatever you want. If you want to write in something else, you could put other and write in something else. Or you're for, like unsportsmanlike contact or one on shift and i think that's i think that's a good kind of thing what do you think spence i think you i mean yeah i think that that's good i think you can be not necessarily for unsportsmanlike conduct yeah or like like non-sportsmanship uh but at the same time there's a respect that uh that you have for just the competitive spirit for the craft right like these people they go out and they bust their butt. Like, I mean, uh, like Eric Hosmer was talking about, like he's been playing baseball for a long time. Then, yeah, then so let, like, why are you worried about what he chose to do laying down a bunt? 
Um, it, it's like it. You who was it? Uh, Miguel Cabrera for the. I think he's on Detroit. Maybe he's not. Um, but he he just got three thousand hits. And if like if he's not going for if he's going for home runs, then he, he may be less likely. But if he lays down a bunt and gets gets the first save save the first right, like that's that's three thousand hits, and only seven players have done that where they've gotten three thousand hits and five hundred home runs or whatever. And some of them are probably juiced, right? Um, so so I, I I think that those moments. I mean, like baseball celebrates probably one of the most unsportsmanlike. Um, yeah, hitting people like in theater, like moments in no, well, no, even the whole Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, oh, uh, Barry yeah. Bonds, like, yeah, th- that was the most celebrated, hyped time in baseball, and you have everybody is juicing. Um, you know, not only that, but you know, the cut like the Cubs hated that fool, like the whole, the whole, the city, the people, the team. He was only Sam in there, yeah, because he was all about himself. He didn't care about he didn't care about nothing but himself. And then they're like, and then and like, just like selfish accolades was all he was about. And then like, and then he was just like such a bro. Nobody likes him over there. Like, you know, like you see, he never get into the Hall of Fame. Like, so it's like, it's like, like nobody likes him because he was just, a, he was just, a, just about himself. It was a one, one man team, pal. So. Well, I think that that's what, I think that that's where there's an, things are vetted, right? Nobody really survives as a one man team. Um, maybe he thought they were ne- well. I think they thought mm-hmm. that he he never they, he thought like they, if he thought the curse was real, he didn't think it was real. But it gave him an excuse not to try to make a team out of the situation. And I think that's what makes the situation shitty is because he never thought like they could win because that he was on the most cursed team. He didn't want to be drafted there, so like he was there because they had that thing hanging over to them. And he just uses an excuse to never well, try to make a win, never I mean, try to go run for it. That ha- yeah, and we can go on. And I mean, like you just saying that made me think of Eli Manning, who basically him and his dad balked at going to the Chargers, and um, and and was like, no, we want to play for the the Giants. Uh, and 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 I think it's important to go where. Um, a team has the competency to build around around you because some teams, some people are probably uh, the greatest quarterback of all time. Probably we don't even know who they are because they didn't have the opportunity Yeah, because yeah. they went and they got crushed and creamed and they didn't have the pieces around them. Uh, the reason that Tom Brady can be so successful, he was a, he was a seventh round pick. This is a team that wasn't investing in going, going and getting a quarterback as their first pick in the draft, but instead was getting all those other supplementary pieces to make their team great. Yep. And you have a guy who has a passion like nobody else, and and he made it work. Um, I think those are the components that you want to celebrate. Uh, people who are striving for excellence. Um, I think at the kid level, there's so many times where kids don't try because they don't want to fail. Uh, and, and that's where we need to say no. Like, what – what is your what capacity do you have? I have so many kids who are like, oh, I have a track meet today, so I'm not going to participate today. Well, is this track meet the last track meet you ever plan to do? Because by participating to your the best of your ability here and there and everywhere in, the, in, in between, you're going to set yourself up for a greater ceiling in the future. Yeah, because you're and, just not you're not phoning it in. Right. You're trying yeah, in every aspect of yeah. everything. 
everything. Right? And even like, even everywhere. like we go back to art, Tao. Like we can go back to the times when I phoned it in. They came back and slapped me in the face, Tao. We're on eBay for years. <laughs> so somewhere out there, think, is a baby right? But so like phoning it in is just not for it. Like there's like like you like there's things like even like I just saw a video today showed Kobe playing um with a cast. Like he went to practice in pajamas and a cast. He was never gonna play, but he still went and like his work ethic was on the top level. Like he'd still show up, right? Even Mom when he's not able to play, right? And I, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tal, we're not supposed to say that. Why? <laughs> because we're from Sacramento. Um, so, uh, but the, I think like, um, but anyways, I'll, we're going to have a poll. I think this is going to be the first time we're going to have a poll. We'll figure it out. It'll be on the website. And well, me and Spence will come up with something. It's going to be fun. Um, so, and just to kind of, because I know Tao wants to let her cats in. So we're going to, uh, I want to yeah, go. they are outside. This is my yeah. fault. I knew you yeah. two were just going to go on forever. Yeah, yeah. They're, so, they're, uh, so, they're pawing okay. at the door. Yeah, so I'm going to give you uh, my, my recommendation up to uh, Iron Ambition uh, by My Life with Customato was uh, by Mike, Mike Tyson. It tells you his life with Customato, what Customato did before Mike Tyson, and then how, like, and how he kind of groomed Mike Tyson to be the youngest heavyweight champion ever, right? So uh, that book is phenomenal. It's like hands down. It's just, and then they're making a movie about, uh, uh, about Mike and Customato going forward so that's exciting um and then my second book is uh also about baseball is the the chicago cubs the story of the curse by richard cohen and it's fantastic not like richard cohen is so good because he goes into the history of baseball and then goes back and forth it's like the history of the cubs the curve the building of the cubs i mean the curse how they just kind of just like snowballed into a giant thing and how the team that broke it broke it it's like so well done. Like I can't recommend a better uh, arching story kind of thing. So anyways, go ahead, go Tao, you're next. <laughs> this isn't my recommendation, but you just made me think of um, the, there's a, like a PBS Ken Burns docu-series about baseball. And I remember for the longest time, it was considered one of the best documentaries out there ever about the game of baseball. But no, um, my offering is actually, uh, over 30 years ago, one of the best Simpsons episodes ever aired mm. on TV. Um, and if you want to talk about unsportsmanlike conduct, uh, <laughs> February 20th, 1992, the episode Homer at Bat aired. And in this episode, Mr. Burns fields his softball team with Major League Baseball players. Oh, Strawberry was on that, wasn't it? Strawberry. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Smith. that is Ozzie my offering. Still... It's on Disney Plus. Watch it. Yeah. It's great. Ozzy Smith is still. Yeah, Ozzy Smith was around. on there. Was that, was there uh, 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 what's his name's on there too? Uh, John Mattingly still trying to say, shave his sideburns. <laughs> My favorite part is like when they're looking at the roster and Homer's like, am I on there? And I forgot who said it to him. And he's like, yeah, you're on. And Homer gets all excited. He's like, wait, are you Ken Griffey Jr.? And he's like, how do you not know who Ken Griffey Jr. is? <laughs> the, the, the most expensive rookie card from that era that wasn't rare at all. It was basically worth nothing, Tao, because they made a million of them. So it's worth nothing. To this day, it's worth nothing. <laughs> And they photoshopped the jersey and the hat on there because he never took a picture with it. So, yeah. All right, go ahead, Spence. 
Well, I'm trying to find that team now. Like, what? Who is on all on that team? Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, because it was like, yeah, it was like the best of the best. Yeah. Uh, no, I love that episode. Don Mattingly at first, Steve Sachs at second base, Wade Boggs at third, Ozzy Smith at shortstop, Jose Canseco at left field, Ken Griffey Jr. And Ken Griffey Jr.'s head got really big because he kept drinking that stuff. Yep. Um, Daryl Strawberry, and he was the only one that was like actually made it to the game. Like everybody else, yeah. like, wasn't able to. Yeah. Mike Sosha and Roger Clemens. One got like radiation poisoning. Another got stuck helping a lady with like Mike whose Sosha. house was burning down. That was, yeah, I think that was King Griffey Jr. And he's the one helping the lady. No, Ken Griffey Jr. was the one with the giant head. Yeah. Right? No, no, someone else had a giant head. No. Steve Sachs. I feel like Steve Sachs is the one that was like kept saving people. It probably has it in here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so oh. this episode, this episode well, turned into the Simpsons recap episode. Well, no, that was literally yeah. probably one of the top. Yeah, it's, been, it's a really good episode. Pulled man. over by Eddie and Lou. Sachs uh, tries to be friendly, but Eddie and Lou uh, read that he's from New York City and think that he is a case uh, cause of a bunch of murders. And so he faces six consecutive life sentences. <laughs> I remember that. Mike Sosha uh, try, has uh, had tried to do his job and run the solid containment uh, encapsulator, but comes down with acute radiation poisoning. Uh, gigantism. Ken Griffey Jr. comes down with gigantism after drinking too much nerve tonic. Uh, Jose Canseco is the one that's saving <laughs> the house fire. Uh, yeah, her cat, the piano, everything. Uh, everything. Barney gets in a, a Wade Boggs and Barney get in a, a fight and uh, over who is the greatest English prime minister. Uh, and then <laughs> Ozzy Smith is in the mystery spot and disappears. And then uh, Roger Clemens thinks that he's a ch- chicken, becomes a chicken because of a hypnotist. And, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And Don Mattingly, yeah, has to he shaves basically his whole head because. Mr. Burns is always on him like Steinbrenner. Um, my that's awesome. My, uh, recommendation is a new talk to new and I were talking about Malcolm X and like a biography. Uh, but it, it, I'm actually was working through. I try to get that, and I ended up getting this book called A Life of Reinvention, um, Malcolm X, and it's by Manning uh, Maribel. And the thing that's interesting is that it's it looks at. It looks at the biography. It looks at uh, his life from start to finish, and it gives you a lot of details beyond the moment, right? Like what the FBI was looking at, uh, other people's accounts, and it provides a really immaculate look at the person that uh, El Haj uh, Malik El Shabazz was, right? Malcolm X, and the things that he was about, especially as he learned and grew, uh, he was constantly, yes, reinventing himself. And I think that that is uh, just the, what he did throughout his life was quite spectacular in the, in the, in where he ended up landing. Right. So I think, I think there's so much he could have done after that, like as it got to the I, end. And stuff. I, yeah. I mean, it, it, it basically, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, it's a 20 hour book. So yeah. it's like, I'm yeah. invested. I'm almost 16 hours in. Uh, and, and, and yeah, like the nation of Islam and him have this falling out and it, that's what really leads to his, his life. And it's, it's like, really, you're going to, you're going to kill him. Um, 
and and the the impact because it's just yeah it's it's too bad um detroit red man detroit red well the crazy thing is it's it's just there are very few people that can encapsulate so much impact and he really uh he he did um I think the I think the potential that was lost. I think they could have been so much like because I think the narrative that we were sold was that he was kind of like a terrorist and stuff like that. And I think that he would have been able to kind of relinquish that and go forward if he was able to. Right? It would have been like he would have been able to do so much more aside for like that going forward if he didn't come to the untimely end that he came into. And it comes, yeah. And you just saying that like not joking, but it comes full circle, right? Uh, People are gonna say that uh, that the San Francisco Giants are like this uh, just terrible group of players and doing terrible things on the field. But in the end, they're really making a, a, a great impact on baseball and the world. So uh, shout out to the, the San Francisco Giants and all of those that are pushing the boundaries of sportsmanship in the world. Like Mr. Burns. Like Mr. Burns. Cheers, y'all. Thank you for for checking out this episode. That was good. Special thanks to hosts That Tao, Nooligan, DJ Crump. Music by Ghost HD. Produced by DJ Crump. Production by Ghost Wish. Ghost Wish.